TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go. The World Series uh, back in the nation's capital on Friday. Uh, they, it was, they had a game played there as recently as October 7th, 1933 in the, uh, <laughs> in the uh, World Series. The uh, New York Giants uh, defeated the, uh, the Senators in five games that year, and uh, they won that game. And, of course, uh, Washington went to three World Series from 1924 to 1933, so that's 10 years. They went three times. Won it in 24, lost in 7 and 25, and then lost in uh, and lost in uh, 5 in uh, to the New York Giants in 33. <laughs> Followed by 27 seasons of the Senators where they uh, where they uh, were not good. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, 11 years of the new Senators when they were really not good, <laughs> and then 15 years of uh, this team, the Nationals, who've been been pretty dang good. Now, where and, did they where did they play the the first incarnation of the Senators before they became Griffith the Stadium. Twins? Griffith Stadium, uh, and I'm not I, okay. something might have preceded Griffith Stadium, but Griffith Stadium was an old traditional, you know, in town. Mm-hmm. I, I was never there, but it, I think it had a massive. I could have call Clark and ask him, but I think it had a massive left center center. I think you had to hit the ball okay. 900 miles to get it out in, in certain areas, one of those ballparks that okay. it was. But uh, Clark Griffith, who was a great pitcher, the senior, uh, you know, the un- uncle, uh, bought the team in 1920 as a you know former pitcher, and I think he managed them too, Hall of Famer. And so the Griffiths owned them for – uh, here's an interesting uh, stat, by the way. The Washington, we are now linked in the uh, record book with the Washington Senators mm-hmm. of the first 60 years because they originally those records went to the f- expansion team. Okay. And then they didn't want them anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they moved to Texas, maybe even before, but they didn't want them anymore. So then they came back to the Twins. But next year will be the 60th season in Minnesota. And they were in Washington for 60 years. So okay. it will be, uh, 120 years. It'll be right down the middle. But uh, the, uh, it, it, I, I love old-time baseball lore when you get these teams that, you know, the Cubs went in the World Series, the Red Sox went in the World Series. It's been an amazing decade for, yeah. for that kind of stuff. The Angels winning their first ever. Houston winning its first ever. Yeah. You don't think of those are old teams, but the Angels have been around since 61. Uh, Houston's been around since 62. Yeah. Uh, the Was- This Washington Nationals franchise has been around since 69 in Montreal, so, you know, 50 years, and they're going for the first time. There's been a lot of that, and we think of baseball as being imbalanced because, uh, you know, no salary cap, and the Yankees are always in the playoffs. But the Yankees... And I said this last week, and now it's come to true. First decade mm-hmm. since the 1910s that they didn't go to a World Series. So it's, First decade uh, since before Babe Ruth. Yes, yes. That yeah, is amazing. Babe Ruth showed up and 
Then they started going with some right. regularity. Right. But they were kind of inept before that. You know, yeah. they, were, they were not much of a franchise. I think they were the New York Highlanders and then something else. And then they, uh, uh, they became the Yankees right before they got Babe, I think, as far as their nickname. But, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's. It's good. You can't say the Patriots haven't been to a Super Bowl in the last decade. <laughs> right. So, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's been a good it's been a good decade. It's been a good century actually since two thousand yeah. for uh, you know uh, odd things happening. You know, the, the Royals popping up out yeah, of, after thirty years, and, and the Phillies when they won. That's only their second. Ever. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, the World Series didn't start in 1903, but the Phillies started in 1879. <laughs> and uh, they they didn't win a World Series till 1980. Yeah, and, that's... Uh, so there's been, a, there's been a lot of that stuff, and it's been fun, and this Washington thing's a lot of fun. Now, uh, Chelsea Janes, I, I saw this. I was, I was not impressed with Washington's fervor mm-hmm. after they won because they didn't burn anything you know they didn't <laughs> you'd think they would have found a prius outside parked it next to a bar in georgetown and put it on its top or, or something yeah flipped it over come or... out drunk done, done something <laughs> set it, it over you know all it takes is <laughs> prius takes three guys you could have flipped it over you know let the water out of a fire hydrant some damn thing they didn't do anything but i found some uh joy uh on twitter last night i think Chelsea Janes, who was their beat writer mm-hmm. for several years, very good. She was switched to the political beat a couple years ago because mm-hmm. of the uh, in at the Washington Post. You yep. know? And uh, there's a lot of political coverage these days with uh, with uh, the trumpeter. Yeah, I can't. But they have why. put her back <laughs> on the baseball beat for the World Series. Nice. She's joined the Post team. For the uh, for the World Series, well, so good they, for her. they good got for enough excitement about the Nationals that the Post decided they could take someone off the political beat for ten days to uh, to uh, cover the uh, cover the World Series. So that's I don't see it as the mismatch everybody else does. Do you? No, the the pitching. I think the I think they match up very well with with the pitching. And, I mean, Garrett Cole's phenomenal, but Strasburg is no joke. And uh, Washington. Is now it could be because of the level of competition, but Washington is swinging the bats better, were anyway, than mm-hmm. Houston was. Yeah. Houston didn't swing the bats all that well against the Yankees. They were, they're batting and their team batting average going into uh, the last game was 179 or something like that. Yeah. And they no clutch hits, you know. And they didn't, they didn't hit that great against the Rays either in no, the LDS. No, hell, uh, I, I think that, uh, and Washington. It's got way better pitching than the Yankees, mm-hmm. at least starters. And now they got about three relievers they trust now too: Doolittle and Hudson. And they got a and that rainy kid throws. You know, I mean, their bullpen was a disaster early. Yeah. That's why they were nineteen and thirty-one. But I, I don't think it's a mismatch. I don't. I, yeah, I think no, it'll be. It, but be I fun. hear a lot of guys. I've been listening some to the MLB on the radio, and I heard a lot of guys say, "Ah, five games." I'd be surprised. Now, mm-hmm. you know. The the fact is, you're going to face Cole and Verlander four times, and you got to beat um, at least once, and probably you got to win that game mm-hmm. at least once, and probably twice, right? 
Yeah, so, probably. So, yeah, I would think so. So my my theory would be beat Verlander twice. <laughs> I mean, he's good, but uh, yeah. well, Cole, Cole is from a different planet. Yeah, I, I think these two teams are built pretty similarly, Pat. And yeah. I mean, you, you, you look at the way the Nationals – okay, the Nationals don't didn't finish with as good a record, but you also have to factor in the 19-31 and 31 start for them, too. Yes. I mean, since then, they've been playing. I heard it. They have one of the best records in baseball since then. I heard they're – 70, was it nine? 70, 78 and 38, and the Astros over the same period are 78 and 37. So, yeah. The other thing that does frighten you, though, Houston's got home field and they're 60 and 21 this year <laughs> at home, which I, that was, they said that was the best home record since the Yankees team that won 100 and whatever it was the the Yankees oh uh, the which team the, the 98 Yankees team yeah i think it was that won 114 so they I, I, don't, I don't even think the mariners when they won 116 won 60 at home yeah. so maybe i'm wrong but i i thought i heard that but i think it was fun it'll be a good world series and as uh, you know we might not the, they're starting the games fairly early and it might be over before midnight. What the hell? <laughs> do it's, we know? Uh, do we know who's going to throw out the first pitch in Game Three? Game Three, we do not. We have not heard yet. But I'm waiting for the uh, MLB announcement that uh, no poli- we, We've just decided on a policy this year that we're going to have no politicians throw out first balls for any of these games. Yep. In other words, probably a good idea. In other words, we're not going to let George. Bush throw out the first one in Houston, and we're not right. going to and and if you had any other gentleman in mind, we're not going to let him uh, throw. Out. I don't think he'd show up though. Do you? I don't think nah. he likes getting booed by uh, thirty-five out of forty thousand people. Yeah, I don't, he's I don't probably think, more uh, unpopular. The the, uh, the current president of the United States is probably more unpopular in Washington D.C. than any other place. So I, I would think so. Yeah, <laughs> and and that crowd is kind of the. Government transplants from all over mm-hmm. crowded. I've been to about four or five national games, and it's a, it's a, you know, it's not a raucous, youthful, <laughs> drunken mob. It's a lot of. A lot Except of, for the one kid that became a Nationals fan the, the, the night, night the they won the pennant. Like, boy, was that is that the greatest sound? <laughs> sound, yeah. He sounds like a Tampa Bay Rays fan from that year that they what what year did they go to the World oh, Series? Oh eight. I can't. Yeah. Oh eight. Yeah. He's like, I ten, love the Rays. Yeah. Uh, ten ten thousand people at at the trap all season long, yeah. and then they get to the hour playoffs and a half. And there's yeah. Forty thousand people there. They got mad at me because I wrote a call. I was down there when they were when they clinched it with the uh, to go to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We were down there. We were down there with the Twins, who were also you know uh, trying to win the division. Yep. And I ripped the hell out of the reaction, but I ripped what I ripped was they had a disc jockey on the dugout and he was screaming and hollering and doing, you know, and I ripped the, the, this isn't the NBA, you know, we don't need a disc jockey, (laughs) it's baseball. And they, it was perceived that I was ripping the fans for celebrating and and I, that was not the, that was not the case. But uh, anyway, by the way, Twins, second might be the second most amazing team of the year. The Tampa by unbelievable. Yeah, how they slapped her together again this year. I yeah. have no idea. I can't name. I mean, <laughs> I can't name three guys on that roster, Pat. <laughs> yeah, but they won ninety some games yeah, and and pushed the Astros pushed to five. It. Yes, yes, they had them. They had them nervous as hell. I'll yeah. tell you that. 
I'll tell you that. Anyway, it'll be a fun World Series, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, the uh, the current weather we're experiencing in the Twin Cities doesn't decide to invade the East Coast next weekend. Cause, uh, well, I mean, hell, the Washington football squad yesterday, oh, they yeah. had... Yes. You know, it was a great day for the Skins defense, though. They were able to... <laughs> Thanks to torrential rains and <laughs> blowing winds, they were able to hold the 49ers to nine. Yeah. Did you see that they they could beat nine to nothing and Case Keenum threw 13 passes? I saw that, yeah. It must have been unbelievable. <laughs> must have been unbelievable. Been a heck of a run for Washington, By though. the way, everybody who complains about baseball in a lengthy game, if you watched that first half of that Viking game yesterday and survived the officiating, <laughs> you're a stronger person than I am. Manny, I'll just say this. I'll probably say it on the podcast, too, but uh, they got a call at halftime, those officials. Yeah. Riveron called them and said, okay, this is absurd. Yeah, that's enough. You know, yeah. Enough well, of this crap. Let them place this is a farce. They got a, they got a call because yeah. the same crap that was happening in the first half happened in the second half and they turned a blind eye to it so they got yeah. a call yeah, because the first half was just preposterous so <laughs> it's just a joke all righty we shall return tom kelly uh who is an experienced hand at trying to keep a team sharp when it has a big layoff before game one of the world series we'll see what he has to say about that Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. Tom Kelly is with us. Uh, the World Series field has been set. A Washington Nationals with uh, terrific starting pitching and the Houston Astros with terrific starting pitching. That has to warm your heart. We have two teams that like to get seven innings out of their starters. Well, I just talked to my good friend Jim Rance, and, and I says, uh, old-time baseball is going to be on for a, a week. <laughs> so we're, we're in hog heaven, so we get to watch uh, us old timers, anyway, get to watch probably uh, pitchers go out there and pitch seven, eight innings, and and uh, uh, maybe even nine. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so we're going to see some old uh, school baseball, and uh, we're very much looking forward to that. So watching the caliber of pitchers that we're going to be able to see, I, I, I think we hit the lottery, didn't we, Pat? Yes. Uh, yes. On, uh, the, you know, with those. When there's... Certainly those two big shots in Houston plus Granke, and then you got uh, uh, Scherzer and and Strasburg and 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 our old friend uh, is, is still uh, is making a comeback. I don't know how. Anibal and Corbin, it. yeah. So you know we've got a chance to see uh, some pitching and watching guys play defense and and uh, 
Uh, maybe under three hours. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold my breath for that one. Yeah, but well, uh, you know, I mean, we got a chance. Got yeah, a chance. and uh, I, I was saying, and when when you got a big three for each team, and Grinky's the worst of the six, that's pretty good. So, because this Corbin, this left-hander, is great too for uh, Washington, and Annie Ball probably will have to wait till Game Four to get a start. I would think. Well. It, you know, and, and that's not all bad. No. So again, we're in. Uh, we're really looking forward to it, and and uh, hopefully they're really good, solid baseball games. Garrett Cole, last sixteen starts, fourteen and zero with a one twenty eight ERA. Go get him, fellas! Wow. Good luck. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, and he gets the first game, doesn't he? Yes. Down yes. In yeah. Now he gets. Uh, yeah. They uh, they went with the they went with the bullpen game just on the outside chance they won it so they could have Cole for game one of the World Perfect. Series. You're taking a chance, but uh, well. uh, that's, uh, that's a pretty good way to start, although uh, I love Strasburg too, man. I think oh, that boy. guy's a horse. Gutsy and and uh, keeps going at it. And, you know, you're, it doesn't look like you're taking him out of the game. That looks like, uh, uh, like you pointed out, he's a horse, no question. That's like telling Jack he's coming yeah, out of the yeah, game, that, man. That's the same. I, I, it looks like Strasburg got that same mentality as Jack Morris. That's the first thing went in my mind when you start talking about Strasburg. He reminds me of Jack Morris, no question. So uh, they have come up. You, uh, you guys won uh, both your ALCSs in five. And what you? What was the wait for the start of the World Series? Five oh, or six days oh each God, time. Oh God, it's just ripping you up inside. You, you, you know, I remember going in the dome, and uh, the players were bored, per se. <laughs> there was a lot of media around, but uh, you know, to keep you busy. But they, you know, just they go in and hit. They hit, and they, you know, and you try to keep them moving and active, and and. Uh, keep their mind on baseball but i noticed there there was a lot of fooling around and things and it was a little disturbing for me but you know i said to myself well they're enjoying the time of their life so what the hell <laughs> but you know it was it was fun but it was still let's start the games please let's start them <laughs> but do you do you do you worry about sharpness? I was listening yesterday to MLB radio, and they were talking about the recent history of the teams with the long layoffs is not good. They uh, they well, get pounded in that first game and ended up getting eliminated in four or five. What do you do to you try to keep about them the sharp? hitters and Nothing. seeing the pitching? You know, they, that's really a long time. What's it, six days? Yeah, well, it'll be six between. It'll be the seventh day, right? So, so it's uh, you worry about the hitters and staying sharp and focused, and uh, uh, you worry about their legs and and you know the, the running and and uh, they because they haven't really run run like they have to in the game. So you're concerned about that and uh, just being sharp uh, at the bat. I, I remember in our batting practices that we had during the the off time we worried uh, I, I tried to get the players individually to focus on one thing and try to just make them bear down but seeing somebody throw the ball 62 miles per hour in, in batting <laughs> practice compared to 90 some yeah. uh, in the game is a little different and you're worrying about the sharpness how sharp they're going to be but 
I remember Gaetti, we focused on uh, uh, trying to hit the ball to right center field and had him work on that and, and, you know, sort of got on him a little, per se, so he would bear down and, and uh, try to stay sharp the best you can. But uh, the uh, uh, but it is a concern, and I'm sure uh, the manager is, is worried about it. Uh, you know, the first at-bat, I'm sure he's going to, you know, go, oh, boy, here we go, you know, and uh, they might get overwhelmed uh, the first at-bat killing because they haven't seen real live pitching. Now, I don't know what they've done in between yeah. or what they did. You know, they had them go down and stand in the, in the, while the pitcher threw on the side. I'm sure the pitchers were throwing on the side and doing some bullpen work and maybe had them stand in just to see the speed of the pitchers, you know, the pitches coming up. So I don't know what they do or don't do, but, uh, uh, you know, there's certain things you can do to try to keep them as sharp as you can. I uh, heard that uh, he even he, Martinez tried having some of their you know their extra pitchers uh, throw live BP and uh, they they said that Joe Ross who's a, a I don't even know if he's on the active list but he's got a good live arm and he was throwing BP to uh, Rendon and didn't throw a ball within six feet of the plate because he was so afraid he might hit him that so so it did Rendon no good because every pitch was over the other batter's yeah, box. Yeah, you know? worried about that stuff and. <laughs> I, I didn't do that, Pat. I, I had them stand. I know the guys went and stood down in the bullpen and watched the pitches, uh, not to hit, but just to watch. And uh, that took a little of the pressure off the pitcher. But I understand what that fellow was going through. He said, geez, if I hit this guy, I'm gone. <laughs> you know, I, I last of, I'll be gone. To, I'll get my papers before I step off the mound. But uh, that's always dangerous. I, that's why I stopped in, in spring training the inter squad games. Remember, we always oh, used yeah. to have an inter squad game. Yes. And uh, David West <clears throat> hit Pagarulo in the head. <laughs> hit him in the head. I said, "That's it. Everybody <laughs> off the field. Said, no more of this." Of uh... You know, it just they they just get all out of whack, and the, they it's because your own guys don't want to don't want to take a chance on hitting one of the players they just don't you know and i understand that but uh, yeah that's when i put an end to it you know i said no more never did it again well i remember a decade before that when joe they get joe decker out there to throw live bp and you had to i was there you had to force these guys to get into the cage nobody wanted them guys that was I had to get in there. <laughs> yeah, Both you were not back. you were not good 19, enough to say no. Huh? 19, oh hell no! I, had to get, get, I mean, he was missing the cage. <laughs> he was. You felt so bad. And and this is a true story, Patrick. Let me tell you. The, after that performance, he they scheduled. Uh, we didn't have anybody else. No. You remember back yeah, that was a long right. time ago, seventy five, but. Uh, they scheduled Joe to pitch after that in Boston against the Red Sox. I mean, and they're loaded. Freddie Lynn and that oh, whole yeah. group. Right? Oh, God, they were loaded. I said to myself, how on earth can this fellow, how, what, we don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. And I think he made it through an inning and a third or something. Somebody can probably look that up. Yep. But it, it was 
I mean, they had like six, seven, eight runs. I think he walked four, five, six guys. It, it was unbelievable. I, and uh, uh, so, yeah, I was one of them fellows that had to get in the cage <laughs> and hit, try to hit off him. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was yeah, too bad. A good game won like 15, nice 16 fella. games one year. The next year he couldn't, he, as you said, he couldn't throw it in the batting cage. So. No, he couldn't throw it in the cage. And he threw hard not oh, throwing it in the batting cage. Oh, God. <laughs> I know I was in there. That might have been one of the reasons I hit 181. <laughs> I can use that as an excuse. So we've kind of been introduced to the Nationals here. Correct. This Soto kid's going to be something. There already is. And Rendon, what do you think of those guys? Rendon looks like a real professional, stable guy. He plays defense uh, at a high level. He hits. He's, he can hit a single, he can hit a double, he can hit it over the fence. He's an impact player that is certainly a sight for sore eyes to watch because he can do it all. And I just admire the way he goes out and plays defense. He remains calm whether he's hitting or playing in the field. He, he is a solid individual. There's no question about it. And he's a free agent, is that correct? Yes, yes. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang out with him. I think he's 28 hours. or something like that, so and, he's still uh, got enough Soto's years to what, get a lot of money. years old? 21, 22? No, Soto, I don't think, is 21 yet. I think he's still my 20. goodness gracious. And he stands <laughs> up there. He looks like he's going to hit it hard every time he's up there. And uh, I know he's a little shaky in the outfield, but, you know, he's serviceable. You can't take him out of the game. No. So he's got to play, and uh, uh, but he sharpens up the defense on on, on that side of the game. Uh, he certainly looks like he's an impact player because he has no fear against the left-hand pitcher, and hangs right in there and and uh, usually puts a good at bat up. So, uh, what a bright future that fellow's going to have. Uh, and uh, Suzuki still hanging around, huh? That was amazing, wasn't it, to watch him? Uh, Kurt uh, is, you know, such a nice guy. I, he, I really enjoyed my time when I was around him. And uh, he's a professional guy, knows what's going on, knows how to catch. And uh, his throwings are still a little shaky, but, you know, nobody runs anymore. Well, there's a few teams that run. But uh, Houston might run some. But uh, he is certainly uh, uh, a professional catcher, and uh, he's rejuvenated himself and got into a good position. Uh, Where did he go? Atlanta? Yep. And he did did well, and then uh, the free agent type thing. Yeah. He got to uh, Washington and uh, uh, certainly has found a home there. You know, it reminds me of, of, of Rick Dempsey, how great – Dempsey was catching him with the Orioles, and, you know, and he had those five starters. Well, hell, I can go back there and catch that, <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, so, but having those kind of, that pitching that uh, he gets to, to uh, call the game for has got to be really a lot of fun for him. You know, the kid who's found out that it's not as easy as it looked as this Alvarez uh, in oh, uh, Houston, yeah. man. Uh, they're working him over after he had a sensational year, but when the pitching he's been facing has not been as easy. No, and that's what happens. And the guy's a good player. We all know, yeah. you know that. He's what's going to be the rookie of the year. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so 
he uh, is certainly having a hard time, but he sure looks hitterish to me. I, you know, I can see why he, they have him in the game, and and uh, but he's just got a little overwhelmed here. This has been a little much for him, but uh, I'm sure he's going to be okay. And you sure like to write his name down, that's for sure. I talked to you a little bit yesterday about Al Tubi, who uh, I actually had a chance to talk to him last year for a while, and uh, he's just a little brick. And uh, he'll, uh, he's got a little of uh, Kirby in him, and the fact that he's not up there to uh, take a walk unless he no. has to, right? No, he he swings it, and uh, he probably learned it at a young age. I got to, you know, when you're that short, this is, you know, people are going to think this is stupid. But when you're not very tall and the pitchers are out there, you know, and this is probably when he's growing up as a yes. kid. And and the pitchers were probably all bigger than taller. Well, everybody's taller than him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he probably had a swing at those high ones. Yes. Because the pitchers couldn't throw it down there <laughs> low enough. You know, because he he's not very tall. So, you know, he probably learned a long, long, long time ago to swing at that thing because he had to to play as a kid and growing up and stuff. So he probably, you know, swing and swing and swing at that pitch a little especially those high ones, because he had to do it all his life. So he's uh, uh, really a free swinger and, and uh, plays hard in the field, can steal bases. He can do just about everything on the ball field. And to look at him, you, you're just overwhelmed that he can do all these things. But give the guy a lot of credit. He's really found a, a niche in life that makes him uh, stand out and, and uh, good for him. Uh, so uh, you mentioned it, but uh, another thing we saw, except for the Cardinals, who batted around a little bit and didn't play well in the NLCS, but we saw the value of fielding the baseball, too, from three teams here. Well, you know, pitching and defense are going to win these things, and and, uh, and somebody's going to surprise you and hit one nine miles for you. And, uh, again, uh Pat, I said it for so long, I'm tired of saying it. If you don't pitch, you ain't going to win. I don't care. you got to be able to pitch. And and uh, we're really seeing it now in these playoffs. And Starting pitching is paramount, and if you don't have a few guys, you can run out there uh, and shut the other team down. You're going to have a hard time. Uh, we uh, next year uh, allegedly we are going to have the uh, you got to face three uh, batters rule that uh, and we're also going to have a twenty six player roster but you can't have more than thirteen pitchers which is more than you should have but you right. can't have more than that uh, you see any hope that that might give us a little take ten minutes off the game maybe well. I don't know if the 10 minutes matters much, uh, again, anymore. But, uh, you know, three hours and 20 minutes or three hours and 30 minutes, I don't know what the difference is, you know. But yeah. the uh, if it's a good show, I guess I'm going to stay for the movie. You know, <laughs> I'm probably going to get up. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, the, the only thing I'll say is that they're trying. They're trying to speed up the game, and, and uh, if they think this has a chance to do that, well, that's great. But uh, uh, we'll have to wait and see. But it takes some of the strategy. Well, maybe to add strategy. I haven't really thought about it. But, uh, you know, you look at the lineup card and, and who can pinch hit and all this. Uh, 
uh, and you put somebody out there, you know, maybe he's going to face two lefties or a left-hander going to face two lefties, and, well, he's got this guy and that guy to pinch hit. So, again, there's going to be some strategy involved, and, and uh, so that's good. But uh, it should be fun to watch. But uh, we'll see how that goes. And can I say one thing about the New York Yankees? Pat, you know I don't like the Yankees. Yes, yes. I mean, they're right on top of the list, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. for years. And but this Lemayu guy, mm-hmm. how can you not like that fellow? <laughs> I mean, he's a bat, huh? kind of baseball player. Yeah, and goes out and plays any position you put him at, and tough in the clutch, can hit the ball, hit singles, hits it over the fence. He's another guy that's one of those players that uh, every manager would love to write his name down every day. He is some kind of player. That is bad. I found myself rooting for the guy, <laughs> and I said, "How can I be doing this?" <laughs> I says, "I can't do it." I and I, but I did. I rooted for him. I couldn't believe I was doing it. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was uh, he was floating around. Basically, the Yankees just beat everybody t- to him and didn't cost him that much money. Well, good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a hell of a player. My God. Can he play the game? So uh, one last question here. Uh, the box that we have now on television yes, for the last 15 years has really changed the perception of ball and strike umpires. And if the ball doesn't hit the line, people are shocked that they don't call it a strike or that they don't call it a ball. I think that since the computer started, these guys – are better than they used to be for the most part. Not all of them, but then again, before they had that, before they had the computer, was it easier to adjust to, okay, this is this guy's strike zone, or uh, is it? are they more consistent now, do you think? I think they're trying harder because I, I think – you probably know better. They're getting graded every yes, night. Yes, right. The computer, they get graded after every game, yeah. So uh, they're probably trying a little harder, and there's probably not the laps. And, well, I'm not too sharp here today, and it's, I'm not going to do too good, and I'm going to get <laughs> hollered at all day. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the I, player's I problem, they, not mine. Is what he... harder on a more regular basis. So uh, I think that's good. So, But they still miss a lot of well, not a lot, but they miss pitches, and everybody sees it. You know. I guess I come from the era, though, that if a guy misses the outside corner by an correct. inch, if a, if somebody wants to call that a strike, I don't have a problem with it. Well, that's true because now the hitters adjust, and they did that for years. Yes. And it seemed okay. You know, you don't like it, but he's calling it, so we got to try to do something with it. But. Again, it's a little more consistent now, and it's one of the reasons that uh, uh, that there's probably more home runs hit, or one of the reasons there's more home runs now because uh, they probably don't have to make that adjustment and, and maybe swing at some of those pitches that were borderline that are called a ball and years ago they were you know the umpire would call it a strike especially if the game got 6-0 in yes. the fourth or fifth inning well you were in trouble <laughs> they're going to be strikes yeah. know, when you're trying to catch up and you end up chasing and now you look like a fool and before you know it the game's over but 
uh, you know, the hitters uh, not having to adjust as much as probably they did in the past. Well, uh, thank you, uh, sir, and enjoy a World Series with good starting pitching. It'll be something fantastic. I'm looking forward to it, Pat, and, and uh, uh, again, hallelujah, say amen. Okay, sir, thank you. Tom Kelly, uh, the uh, we're, we're we're wrapping up the uh, season of the uh, Ricey on baseball here. I think we got one more week to go, and uh, we certainly appreciate uh, Mr. Kelly's contributions this year. We love when the manager calls in and uh, has a nice conversation with us. It's always great. <laughs> and of course, uh, you and I will not share this info, but we also got kind of a review of his of his problems this week to, yes. <laughs> to kick it off and uh and and we, we he shared those with us so that's nothing nothing certainly personal but uh rather humorous so all right uh we'll be back this is uh ricey on baseball with mr manny hill manny hill and ricey ricey on baseball uh, we're winding it down for the season i think we'll be back next uh tuesday but uh that'll be about it uh might have an emergency podcast during the uh, winter meetings. Twins do something, stuff yeah. like that. So, a uh, big story this week, and in a, in a kind of off with all the stuff going on in Minnesota, didn't get a lot of attention. But uh, Baseball America is reporting this uh, attempt by Major League Baseball to make a huge change in its relationship with ML. MILB people mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize those are two different organizations. Yep. Uh minor league baseball and and baseball and they have this uh working agreement with these uh with uh minor league baseball and they basically pay for all the players, all the staff, major league baseball and mm-hmm. the developmental. It's a, you know when people are talking about the cheap pole ads in baseball uh the University of Minnesota is paying for their minor league system for the Vikings. <laughs> they aren't doing that for baseball. Right. Uh, baseball pays for its own development. But uh, it's uh, going to be interesting to see how it turns out. They uh, have now have 160 teams that they uh, are affiliates. They don't. This doesn't count the rookie league teams mm-hmm. in the Gulf Coast League. You know that you know that plays at the site. Right. These don't count those those rookie league teams that play in Arizona and uh, and Florida at the spring training complexes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's 160 of those. They're trying to get down to 120. Under I think. this is a pro- proposal, they get down to 120, and only Triple A, Double A, and then the two A levels. The rookie mm-hmm. league, that like Elizabeth, Tennessee, and those places. They're going to try to set up something called the Dream League with undrafted players, and they would contribute. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then some of those, you know, what they're saying is they they want to move franchises all around. You know, A franchises become Triple A because of geography and stuff like that. Yeah, they they want to get rid of the silliness of Washington's Triple A Farm Club is in Fresno. Right. Yeah. And here's the deal. All of these people think that, uh, for instance, well, why don't they just leave Beloit? You know, which, by the way, is finally going to get a new stadium, I guess. Mm -hmm. But why have they stayed there with that crummy facility? Well, Beloit, some group there, like the Rotary Club or somebody, the Chamber of Commerce holds 
uh, some kind of a contract. Okay. It's lifetime. That, so they can then sell, right? Okay. But okay. They, they have held on to it. So there's I got PBCs or professional baseball contracts, I think they call them. Okay. So somebody in each town holds that contract, and they can't just move them uh, if whoever holds the contract doesn't want to move. Right. So they're basically trying to break that. Uh, base, Major League Baseball is trying to break that. And most of the teams, the working agreements are expire at the end, at 2020, including the Twins and Cedar Rapids. And apparently, the proposal, the first proposal by Major League Baseball, includes that uh, two places that they would like to place affiliates are St. Paul mm-hmm. and Sugarland, Texas. And Sugarland is a suburb. Of Houston, and apparently the Astros are big pushers behind this because I don't know if they want their Triple A club in Sugarland or their Double A mm-hmm. or what, but they want to because Sugarland now plays in the Atlantic League. That's uh, so they're they're stuck out there in that Atlantic League, mm-hmm. and they got to when teams come to town, they play them seven game series, and then they yeah. go to Newark and stuff. So anyway. Wow. But St. Paul, I talked to Mike Vec, uh, uh briefly about this, and he said it was it was pretty much news to him, but that he knew Houston was pushing for this, and he said, but as far as CHS Field getting a team uh, in affiliated baseball, well, he he has the contract up with the city of St. Paul, so mm-hmm. they'd have to, you know, end up to work through that. The basically, what I think MLB is working with is is Beck's boss, Mike Gold, Marvin Goldklang, who's got some. Beck doesn't have anything to do with the ones that are affiliated teams that this organization, the Goldklang group, group owns. Mm-hmm. But they have a relationship with uh, Major League Baseball. The the group does not okay. Mike. So uh, uh, anyway. I was talking to a Twins official two weeks ago and said, you know, that would be a great place, that CHS field, to have a Midwest League team, a Class Class A team. And he said, mm-hmm. how about a Triple A team? He said, you know. And, you know, you put 2,000 more seats in there. and yeah. You know, I mean, it'd be, it'd be great. And baseball teams are the way they move players around. Yeah. It would make sense. Yes, it would. Just, I mean, if you're gonna send somebody down to AAA, just yeah. say, hey, hop out the light yeah, rail, call over, call over, yeah, light rail's right here. You can be there in 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you have a guy running around in the outfield and BP, when they used to take BP, <laughs> they don't do it anymore. <laughs> but if somebody fouls a ball off his foot in the cage at 5:30. You can have a guy here at seven if they're <laughs> yeah. home. You know, yeah. If they're home, so yeah. it'll be interesting. But uh, uh, the the from what reading uh, the really well done Baseball America piece, uh, it's they don't think it's going to be this severe. Okay. But this is the MLB starting point, and uh, it, it, something's going to happen, and they're going to be. Uh, and they do have their eye on St. Paul, I would say. There's going to be some sort of significant change. I wonder if it takes away from the, the quaintness of baseball in St. Paul if it's not a summer game, though, if it starts in April and lasts till Labor Day. Does that 
oh, there's a Saints game. Let's go tonight. I I wonder if that takes away from it. Yeah, yeah. And there is, I mean, there is that side of independent baseball sort of being. Yes, yes. There's something yeah. special about yes. it, and yeah. you know there is sort of that wonder, of like if that will if that will change things yeah. in that regard. But, but, yeah, but we don't. It's know interesting. We don't know what's going to happen, but uh, you know it is. Uh, I don't want to say it's too good a stadium for independent baseball, but it's too good a stadium for independent. <laughs> I mean, there it is be, a gorgeous better use. It's a wonderful ballpark, and uh, anyway, uh, that'll be something to keep our eye on. This winter, although there probably won't be any uh, real official announcement on these sometimes until middle of next summer, maybe, of what's going on. But the Saints can, no matter what happens, they can never take the 2019 World Championship of the American right. Association away from us. World Champion, baby. It took a long time, but they finally won. Congratulations to my guy, George Samus, and uh, the uh, Mike Vec. And by the way, I should mention this. I forgot to. Uh, Mike uh, lost. Mike and his wife lost their 27-year-old daughter. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Rebecca, yeah. what a warrior she was. She had that uh, eye disease and went blind, and then she came up with another disease and uh, just fought it. And then uh, I know Mike was incredibly attached to her, and I'm sure yeah. that it's uh, I'd be just the the hard-nosed kid that she was putting up with this and maintaining a good attitude. And, uh, and it was, it was a sad deal to say the least. And, uh, they should, uh, there should be some kind of a little testimonial to that young lady at the ballpark over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Manny, one more week. And then, right. uh, then we'll see you next spring. All yes, right. Indeed. Uh, Ricey on baseball with Manny Hill. That's it.